Josie Altador. Is this really as good as it gets? I said, babes, man's not hot. Because it's still not good enough. Yo, man can never be hot. Bruce Arena. Bruce. Perspiration too. Jurgen Klinsmann lost at home to Mexico. You lost at home to Costa Rica. You don't know. Don't know. This is now all on you, not Jurgen. Oh, and by the way. Yo. To all the guys that I didn't mention, it because you don't even warrant to mention. That includes you too, Wonder Boy. goalkeeper in the face and act surprised when it gets you a red card because it's time for the dirty tackle podcast yeah i am brooks peck editor of dirtytackle.net and howler magazine's whatahowler.com and i am here with my two co-hosts who have no facial stitches whatsoever ryan bailey and theo messi ryan how are you what are you wearing and how's your face very good, thanks, Brooks. No facial stitches as of yet. Uh, I, I'm wearing a shirt which I actually had made up this afternoon. Uh, as you can probably see, it Ooh. says, Frank DeBoer did 77 days as a Premier League manager, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to start putting them on sale. Maybe I'll put put a Patreon out for them. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you mean Frank DeBoer? As the as boa. proper Yeah, it's actually like a boa, like a feather boa. Yeah. I, I'm going to put those online too. <laughs> Do you think his brother that they mistook him for when they announced him, they also fucked up the hiring and maybe they didn't mean to fire him? <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. They should have replaced maybe they him. they signed a joint contract. Like they, have a joint t- they had a joint Twitter. Maybe they do a joint contract. And maybe they get to share the millions and millions of pounds that Frank DeBoer is going to walk away with for four games of work. They should try the other twin. You Getting know? sacked four games into the season, if you're in the Premier League, is like the greatest thing that could ever happen. It's just, a, good. just a year-long paid vacation. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Jose Mourinho, to the beach Andre Villas-Boas, they, they have benefited well from that. Theo, mm. how are you? What are you wearing? And does your face hurt? No, my face does not hurt. I'm doing dangerously well, I think. <laughs> um, I'm wearing some, some Colgate University soccer shorts. Uh, I didn't go there because... I'm a mythical creature. Is this like a, a dentist university or something? Yeah, yeah. pretty Is much. Toothpaste? I didn't go there, but you know, they gave me they gave me a free semester because of my my or- orator skills on the mic. Did they try and give you a, a scholarship but you declined? Yeah, it was like it was like it was like a w- one semester scholarship. Um but I mean many of you may not know but massive effects on the soccer world coming out of Colgate University. Rob Stone, Fox Soccer analyst legend played there. Bruce Buck, chairman of Chelsea Football Club, got his education there. Wow. So this is a real this is a real thing. My boy George McFarland, who just got married this weekend, shouts to George and Annie. He went there. He's not famous, but he's just my friend. No, this is like Trump University, I think. No, like this the is original not Trump, Trump University. University. Yeah. That's what is I'm wearing. Like- That's what I'm doing. No more follow ups. <laughs> I'm done with you. Squeezers. Theo, is this a pyramid scheme? This is a pyramid no. scheme you're trying to sell. No. It is, yeah. This is the Theo Messi uh for-profit university pyramid scheme. No shot. The one pyramid scheme we all agree on is the Dirty Tackle podcast, patreon.com backslash Dirty Tackle. <laughs> this is the one pyramid scheme I subscribe to. Cha-ching! Brooks, talk to me about your Ropa. Talk to me about your face. All I'm saying is if you get an offer to play for the uh, Colgate University soccer team, it's uh, Theo no Messi thing. trying to scam you. Yeah. Anyway, so I am wearing, as you guys can see, I got the shirt off. Just going bare chested to show off my new tattoo. Because as you guys know, every time Leo Messi, not Theo Messi, but Leo Messi gets a new tattoo, I get the same exact Who's one. Leo Messi. He's eh, don't worry about him. He's not a big deal. He was no. uh, he was in Neymar's shadow and Barcelona, but now he's, he's a biter. Now he's free. Yeah, you might hear some things about him this year. But uh, okay. So every time he gets a new tattoo, because he has awful tattoos, and and I admire that. Lots of them. Lots of awful tattoos. Uh, I, I get the same exact thing. So he got a new tat on his waist, on his waistline, uh, mm. of lips. I guess his Ooh. wife's lips, presumably. Hey. Hopefully. Maybe not, though. So I got the same thing. So I, I got it on there, too. Nice red lips on my waistline. Ooh. And uh, Brooks, it, it hurts. It's that's painful. a lovely sentiment, but by admitting that process, you're admitting you have Messi's child's handprints on your leg. Which I do. Which is the creepiest thing I've ever heard. I do. And then I did that whole big... 
you know, all solid ink leg that he got. So you just covered it up. Exactly. No more the ink leg. Yeah. The ink leg is dope. The ink leg. Yeah. It's the one thing I respect about my arch nemesis, Leo Messi. That, that's it's a lot ink of leg. ink. Yeah. I wonder yeah. what Raheem Sterling thinks of it. Oh, hmm. we'll, we'll get to that later. We'll talk more about football okay. or tattoos later on. Wet the appetite a little bit. But for now, let's move on to our DT Fantasy League. As you all know, we have a Taga Fantasy League, Fantasy Premier League going. And to recap week four, a big shout out to Carmen S. Torres for leading the league with 164 points in uh, game week four. Carmen San Diego. Where on earth is Carmen S. Torres? She just dominated all of us. The top in our little foursome here. She definitely dominated me. Well, yeah, because hey, once again, Theo Messi forgets to set his lineup and only starts Alexander Lacazette. <laughs> Got a big 18 points. Even when I said I wasn't. Even when that nice man on Twitter reminded me to set my lineup at like a perfect time. You know, it was so nice. He came with it. You still forgot. My guy, number one Hot Wings fan, at number one Hot Wings fan. Came through with a timely, timely reminder for me to set my fantasy team. I thought about doing it, and then I forgot. And well, it wasn't that fucking again. timely then, was it? <laughs> I think at this point, you got to just ride Lacazette all season. It really wasn't his fault. Yeah, now he's in my mentions telling me that like the Lacazette team beat uh, 11 Huddersfield players today, which is awesome. So, shouts to, shouts to all the fans in the mentions. The mentions column is popping these days, guys. I know you guys are Twitter celebrities, but the Theo Messi mentions column... Woo! Fire. Theo's coming along. Anyway. Which which one of us, including uh, producer Bobo, which one of us did the best this week, Brooks? As I was about to say, Ryan J. Bailey did the best out of the four of us, uh, followed by me. Well, Ryan's at 119.25. I had 110. Bobo, producer Bobo, had 98.25. And then Theo Messi rounding it out with the big 18 Lacazette points. Yo. Not bad. Not points too bad per player? For, for I think starting I'm in first. one out of 11 players. <laughs> but yeah, Carmen S. Torres put us all to shame. So Wait till I put another player on and then another Ooh. and then another. You guys are going to be shaking your little booties. All right, well, you can all join us for Game Week 5. Download the Taga app and hit up our Dirty Tackle League. You can find it on the Featured Leagues page and join us. We'll, we'll play some Fantasy Premier League and laugh at Theo for never remembering to start his do his lineup. <laughs> People of Twitter, I need I need a more timely reminder. It's been brought to my attention. I need a reminder about 25 minutes before the window to set your lineup closes. Please hop in the mentions. I'll get it done this week. Lacazette, no go for you week three. I know I said it last week, but no <laughs> yeah. go. We'll, we will it's see. It's not happening. We Play will Play mind see. games with you, son. <laughs> Just like Arsene Wenger. <laughs> Playing mind games with Lacazette as far as when he's going to start. Messi out. All right, now it's time for our Dirty Tackles of the Week. Who deserved a Dirty Tackle this week, guys? Theo, let's start with you, and don't say Alexander Lacazette. Uh, No, he definitely does not deserve a Dirty Tackle. He provided some great effort, more effort than any of my other players on the fantasy squad. (laughs) Because there Um, were no other ones. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, (laughs) I'm Dirty Tackling a major European football club by the name of AC Milan. I'm doing this. Because they broke a promise. A very important promise. I don't like people that break promises, guys. Um, So what they did here is they made a promise to Gianluigi Donnarumma and his agent, Megastar, Beast, Mino, Raiola. Apparently, when Donnarumma was threatening to leave the San Siro earlier this summer, uh, the new director and general manager of AC Milan just threw the captain's armband their way. They were begging him to stay. They were begging Mino to stay. They tried to give Mino the captain's armband. He was like, I'm too fat to play football. <laughs> like, it's just not going to work out well. Um, and apparently, as anyone who's watched AC Milan this year has noted, they gave the captaincy to another massive money signing, Leonardo Benucci, one from Juventus. Um, so Raiola had this to say today after AC Milan took a really tough loss in Serie A. He said, I've got nothing personal against Fasone and, and Mirabelli, who are the two new directors there. He said, I just don't believe in their project. When all of Italy was panicking about the future of Donnarumma, they offered the captain's armband without us asking for it. All I can say is that there was a promise which has not been kept. Wow. This is bad news, guys. Wow. So I'm pretty much dirty tackling AC Milan just to prepare them for what's to come. By the way, I, I read this on Tribal Football, so it's definitely true. Yep. <laughs> Facts only on Tribal. Corroborated by ESPN FC. That's where they get all their news from Tribal Football. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, this is bad. So I'm I'm kind of sending this dirty tackle as like a warning shot to AC Milan because you know it's not going to get any better now that they've upset the one and only Mino Raiola. Well, so tell us, what will Mino do uh, now that they've upset him and broken this promise? Well, it doesn't seem like they're going to be getting any good players anytime soon, and it seems like Donnarumma might just turn around and walk away again. Yeah? You see... Theo, this is this is a nice, compelling story, but I can't help but feel you've been sucked into Mino's web here. He had a client who <laughs> oh. didn't move and make him a ton of money by moving, so he's going to try and disrupt him and make a ton of money out of him. I think this is all that's happening here. The fact that you think I'm misinterpreting the Mino web <laughs> is such a mistake. Theo is the Mino web. Are you in on I'm the Mino? Gonna leave Theo it there. weaves the Mino. I'm not going to answer that question, Ryan. But I'm just going to say, <laughs> you assuming me being not aware of what's happening here is such a mm. such a mistake. But never okay. assume it makes an ass out of you and me. Yep, out of you and Mino. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so tell me this: Mino love aside, do you think Donnarumma should be captain over Benucci? I think if they said he was going to be the captain, then he should be the captain. I'm a man of my word. Theo Messi. Anything I put on my name, Theo Messi, I always do. I always keep my promises. I'm like George Washington. I've never broken a promise. No, you're not. Benucci once punched a thief who tried to rob him in the street in the face. Doesn't sound captainly. That sounds very captainly. That's no, you bravery. can't punch a referee in the face when he makes a boneheaded decision. Well, referees aren't stealing your possessions on the street. That's a they're totally stealing the, thing. They're stealing the integrity of the game from you on the field. Oh. Oh, boy. That's not true at all. Donnarumma for captain. Donnarumma for captain. A small teenage boy over Leonardo Bonucci, one of the greatest Italian players of the modern era. Sure. <laughs> Milan's going down, baby. Raiola rules. So would Donnarumma be the captain of on Mino United? When Mino United starts getting going and they build their fancy new stadium and and take over the footballing world, yeah. Will he be captain over Zlatan and Pogba and all those guys? Really depends if director Raiola and general manager Raiola promised him the captaincy. <laughs> I'd like to think if they did, then he would be because Mino's a man of his word. Well, apparently. Apparently. All right, Ryan, what is your dirty tackle of the week? Well, my dirty tackle of the week, Brooks, is a club very close to geographically where I grew up, Crystal Palace. I hope their former manager, Frank De Boer, um, was a client <laughs> of Mino's because Mino would have made a ton of money out of this situation that's gone down earlier this week. Of course, as you probably heard by now, uh, De Boer sacked four games into his reign, just 77 days. Uh, this coming after, of course, he only had 85 days at Inter Milan. I'm assuming when Jesus. De Boer turns up for a job now, he doesn't even unpack his suitcase. He goes in the hotel like Mourinho, just leaves the suitcase just, you know, lightly shut. Doesn't need to take the pants <laughs> out because he's not going to be there for long. Obviously, it's the shortest reign of of any Premier League manager, any permanent Premier League manager ever, and it's indicative of this demand for instant wow. success. Which is kind of surprising. I feel like there should have been a shorter one in there, like a Chelsea manager that only lasted like half a game or something. But Yeah, something to shoot for, Roman. There's stories of like caretaker managers lasting a day, and like Steve Coppel, I think, signed somewhere and then like two hours later decided not to. I'm sure there's stories like that. But this was yeah. this was uh, Crystal Palace's sign of intent. We're not going to get in the Allardyces or the or the Tony Pulises and, you know, just battle it out and finish 15th every season. We're going to evolve and we're going to be a beautiful club. And, ev- and you know, this, it's going to take time. It's going to be a project as much as I don't like to use that word. Uh, <laughs> they had the smoke coming out of the chicken shop. This was a big major yeah, announcement. Exactly, yeah, he was exactly. the new. I'm honestly beside myself that this happened. He was the new that, pope. Uh, they're gonna have to cram all that smoke back into the chicken kebab. <laughs> shop now, but but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, they actually literally said uh, Steve Parrish, the chairman, said they needed someone who would give them an evolution over a period of time. The night before they sacked him, Parrish was on Twitter going, "Yeah, yeah, mate, all got to stick together." Blah blah blah. I'm a, I'm a fuckwit. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> and then you know they sack him the next day. Hey, he never said that period of time wouldn't be four matches. <laughs> That's true. It, it was technically a period of time, but they they've not really given him a chance there. It, they asked for change. He tried to bring it, and you know, they, and let, let's just remember the game against Burnley at the weekend. Palace were pretty good. They had like a million shots on goal. If Ben Teke and a few others could actually put the ball in the net, then maybe we wouldn't be in this situation. But it's just ruined the legacy of one of the De Boers here because he could have been someone in maybe two years who made a real difference and changed the club. But instead, he's just like a bit of a laughing stock now, which is a bit of a shame. Well, yeah, to go from that short stint at Inter right to this. 
that's kind of ruins you. I mean, he's now like at a yeah. David Moyes kind of level of of laughing stock. It's crazy. But my question well, no is, take him seriously now. Exactly. So my question is, should they have even hired him in the first place? If the leash was this short, and after what happened at Inter, maybe he just wasn't the right man from the very start. Well, the the thing is, Brooks, they apparently looked at thirty different managers. Thirty, which is cr- I can't How even shit name must 30 the other twenty nine have been. No. <laughs> They were getting like uh, football manager regens off there. They were, they were like invented characters. I mean, even Bob Bradley got more time than that. That's crazy. Yeah. Bob Bradley's all like, I am no longer the most embarrassing <laughs> manager in Premier League history. Frank DeBoa, you fucking suck. I'm out in LA on the beaches just fucking getting wavy. Well, yeah. So how long until DeBoer is in uh, MLS? Oh, that's it. That's the next move. I don't think it works It'll like be, that, uh, unfortunately. Uh, this is crazy to me. I mean, I literally feel like we were just talking about his signing videos and how outrageous those were, and now we're talking about how outrageous it is that yeah. he's been fired. Um, the thing here is, and it's like a lot of managers with this short lease, it's like, you're right, they, they made him their statement of intent manager, or they tried to, but he was doing it with all of Big Sam's players. So how do you expect for him to make this amazing change in the way that this club handles their football when you give them not only four games but all of the old yeah. managers players doesn't make any sense and by the way sam allardyce about three seconds after it was announced was like on the radio saying oh, i'm sorry that palace couldn't continue what i left them with I was like, oh brilliant <laughs> allardyce i love it i love it if there is an exact opposite of a statement of intent it's hiring roy hodgson so yeah. that's something to look forward to well that's the thing the other you have to look at the other side <laughs> that's of who they're after right that's the rumor hodgson probably will keep them up now he'll grind out do you think so horribly though? dull win. yeah i think he probably will because he'll grind out these terrible you know draws and wins he'll maybe cross the halfway line twice a game and score occasionally <laughs> but i thought i thought roy was like the continental Not english anymore. manager that like you know has coached in other oh, leagues and i won a league football, in switzerland no? once i'm amazing look <laughs> yeah, how shit i was at liverpool yeah. <laughs> but again after his english yeah. stint, he became a laughing stock so now how much credibility does he have will players listen to him now He's also 70 years old and might not be completely with the picture. I don't know. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it's, I think he'll keep him up, though. I think he's, he's, he's actually from Croydon, where Palace is based. And like he, I think you know, he knows Andros Townsend. So <laughs> maybe they'll be okay. <laughs> they'll go to the chicken shop together. Yeah, exactly. Smoke All right. It up. Moving on to <laughs> my dirty tackle of the week. Mine is for uh, Montpellier. French club, Ligon. Um, oh, na, na, we don't talk na, about Montpellier too often, but when they make a mistake this catastrophic, they deserve a swift dirty tackle to the face. What have they done? They have misspelled their own name on the badge on their shirts. So on their club crest, it says Montpellier, you know, and they spelled it with one L as opposed to two, which is the proper spelling. And they... On, on all, all of their, their shirts, shirts, like all the replicas, the yes. authentics, the ones in the the ones the shop. players are wearing, then the ones the fans are wearing. Every they my. misspelled it just this, this year, season, or yeah. this has been going for twenty seventeen eighteen. The new the new shirts, <laughs> all <laughs> of them. Twenty three years, twenty three years they've been spelling it wrong. <laughs> yeah, they like. finally realized. Well, it's su- it's such it's such a drastic <laughs> mistake. I'm surprised the way it generally is. Let alone, I mean, it could have been for twenty three years at this level of stupidity. Yeah, I mean, like they keep. Uh, posted an image of of one of the offending typo shirts and it's just it's just clear as day that it's wrong i don't know how this could have gotten by nike and the club and everyone and gone out it's unbelievable so now the club is in the process of giving refunds and replacement shirts and trying to fix this but what a massive massive mistake how do you misspell your own name i mean i've seen clubs that will like misspell a player's name on the back of their shirt just you know quick typo accident that happens from time to time but to misspell your own name in your own crest it's appalling you know what i think happened here i think they got starbucks baristas to design the shirt because they <laughs> never spell my name right there you go well if that was true it was like monty pellier or something like that it wouldn't even be yeah. that close it would be like monty paul monty batman symbol it would yeah. say like rick on fake name friday <laughs> Uh, yeah, Montpellier, hold that L, would you? Hold that L. Yeah, they get an L because they forgot an L. That's Montpellier. Boom. And those are our dirty tackles of the week. Woo, we did good. And if you have a dirty tackle of the week, let us know. Hit us up, dirtytackle at gmail.com. Tell us. 
share your dirty tackles. We'll we'll talk about them on the show. Yeah, let me know. Tweet at me at the DT. I never know what's a dirty tackle until 25 minutes before the show. The group chat would uh, reflect that. Um, please give me your suggestions. Yeah, we might use them. So hit us up. The Champions League anthem is undoubtedly the greatest piece of music ever written. Mozart, the Beatles, One Direction. They all wish they could write songs like whoever wrote the Champions League anthem. It's perfect for weddings, funerals, weddings that turn into funerals, and high-stakes bingo games. That's why you should hire Queens of the Group Stage, the world's premier Champions League anthem cover band, for your next corporate event or family function. Queens of the Group Stage will make your guests feel like gladiators preparing for battle in front of a crowd waving plastic flags by playing the Champions League Anthem and only the Champions League Anthem. Repeat, Queens of the Group Stage will only play the Champions League Anthem over and over again until you tell them to stop. They will not, I repeat, not play any other songs. Not Uptown Girl by Billy Joel. Not Work by Rihanna. And not My Heart Will Go On by Celine fucking Dion. Just the Champions League anthem. If anyone requests that they play a song that is not the Champions League anthem, they'll put down their instruments, leave the stage, and never play the Champions League anthem again for you or anyone else. Go hire Queens of the Group Stage today and your family's next preschool graduation party will be one you never forget, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Preschool graduation party. Good fucking rating. (laughs) All right, can't wait to hire that popular beat combo for my next uh, preschool graduation party. Before we get to the greatest segment of this podcast. Besides extra time. Besides extra time, of course. I just wanted to uh, read some tweets that have come in. I sent out a tweet before we started recording saying, Hiya, at me boys, at me boys and girls. And some have. They took pity on you and they added you. They did indeed. They did indeed. I love it when that happens, when a plan comes together like that, Brooksy. I love it. Carolyn in CT says, There's nothing I like better than hearing a British person say Connecticut on a podcast. Uh, Daryl Grove apparently says it more correctly than I do, perhaps. Uh, (laughs) Soccer and Sweet Tea, at Soccer and Sweet Tea. I think they're Carolina-based, and they have sent a gif of Kelly Kapowski waving. The greatest kind of gif. (laughs) Elijah, at Barger Barger, says, here's a question for all of us. Will Edison get more chicks? Now there's a huge scar on his face. No, he was already getting max chicks. He's a very athletic tattooed he's already maxed out first team goalkeeper yeah he's, he's already doing the max well everyone finds facial scars attractive so i think that's gonna be he's got a new talking point though that'll go over well with everyone not just chicks everyone okay and a follow-up tweet from at barger barger more importantly what's theo gonna focus all of his energy on now that transfer mageddon is over knitting balling well i'll tell you at barger barger he's going to focus it all on the greatest segment of the dirty tackle podcast it's a little old segment we like to call i'm gonna focus on other things he's gonna focus on not setting his fantasy lineup no focus on this i'm really rather you focused on this right now this is uh <laughs> the back by popular demand as i say true are you the segment where i read out statements from the world of soccer true, are you? some of them are true some of them are false brooks and theo have to decide which is which are you ready boys ready eddie perhaps statement numero one barcelona could be thrown out of La Liga next month. Is that true or false? It's false. Actually, it's true. They always could be. Anything could happen at any time, but it won't happen. I say that's true because PSG will buy the rest of their players. They won't have a team to field, and they'll get kicked out for insufficient players. Insufficient players? Yeah, that's a thing. That's a, that's good, a rule. I that's like that one. You are rejected. Insufficient players. I'm sorry. You are rejected. Insufficient players. This Cabarsa. That's what I call a bunch of jabronis run up to the club, some insufficient players. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck out my way. Sorry, sorry, mate. You want to go on? Oh, you're, no, you're fine. That was good stuff. Good country. Good country. What's the answer? Uh, yeah? uh, I think this answer is either true or false, depending on how you look at it. Because they could take <laughs> Wait, how does that, how does that work? No, I like that. I like that. 
Well, if you let me explain, I'll tell you. Jeez. Oh. Uh, Catalonia is having a referendum for independence next month. That's right. And the vast majority of Catalonians, by the, what the polls say, want it to happen. But obviously Spain doesn't want it to happen because they don't want all of their autonomous regions to bugger off and become their own countries. So Spain is saying this referendum doesn't count for anything. And the Catalans are saying, yeah, it does. We're in the middle of a big political situation that's been going on for many years here. But basically, if Catalonia does become independent, then Barcelona can be thrown out of La Liga by the Spanish Football Federation if the vote does turn yes and it is recognised as an official vote. So that could technically happen. Well, it won't happen in a million years because Barca wouldn't have anywhere to play and the Spanish Football Federation... That was my exact answer, one point for me. ...much more than you oh, know, vice versa. That was a uh, but also, trick question. Well, it's kind of a trick question, but I'll add in here that in 2015, League 1 said that Barcelona oh, would be welcome to join their league nah, if Catalonia nah. did declare independence. So... So, um, you know, Barcelona could be playing against Neymar more often than they thought. No shot. Oh, That's the weirdest I think thing. So dumb. They'll, they'll vote against independence just so they don't have to play against PSG in Ligue 1. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Next up, Niall Ranger. Remember Niall Ranger? Everyone's favorite criminal slash soccer player. Vaguely, uh, yes. He, play, he, he plays for South End now. I literally have no idea who that is. He's, he's Walker, Texas Rangers' cousin. I thought you said Niall yeah. Rogers, like the f- funk guitarist. No, Niall. Yeah, he played Niall all Ranger. the guitar on the Daft Punk record. He's really good. Uh, He's also yeah. got uh, his own name tattooed on his forehead. This is the same guy. <laughs> well, Niall so do Ranger. I. That's, that's Leo Messi's next <laughs> yeah, tattoo. I just got true. it a little bit early. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, you've, you've preempted him there. Yeah. Niall Ranger, as I was saying, plays for Southend these days in League One, I believe. He's going to miss Southend's game against Shrewsbury. Uh, coming up this the week. The Shrewsbury tastes like Shrewsburys. Or Shrewsbury, depending <laughs> how you pronounce it. It's an actual uh, genuine debate in the UK. Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury, like whatever. Uh, he's going to miss the game against them because it clashes with his 7pm curfew following his prison release. True or false? <laughs> I say false. I don't think he's on a team anymore. I think I think he's he's had too many issues. He's out of football completely. Him I'm saying hopefully true because that's like such a thorough problem to have. Like, yo, I could, I would make the team, but I'm still in jail. Give me like ten more minutes. <laughs> I'm afraid this one is genuinely true. Oh. As reported by the BBC, he, he does clash with his curfew. Uh, by the way, also uh, in his career, there's another stat that's come out on Twitter this week. He scored three goals per criminal charge. He scored 35 career goals, and he's had 12 criminal charges. That's a good ratio. That's a great ratio. This is kind of like Jamie Vardy, though, because didn't he have a situation like that back in his non-league days? I don't think he had 12. I think he only had one, and then his goals way outweighed But no, I thought he had a curfew of some sort that kept him from playing in all the matches. I'm sure some English players had curfews before. Yeah, and we can all agree that he wasn't as much of a knob as Niall Ranger is. And he, he, he is genuinely at Southend because actually uh, last Christmas uh, I actually went and s- to Southend and saw him play for Southend. So genuinely, he is a real Saw it with your own two Next eyes. up for you. Wow. i got a Frank DeBoer one for you, boys. Ooh. You ready for this one? Frank yes. DeBoer. True or up. false? His name Frank is really DeBoer. pronounced DeBoer. True. Yeah, sure. Sure he is. <laughs> Frank de Boer, who, by the way, made the assist to my favourite goal of all time in France 98 to Dennis Bergkamp against Argentina when Bergkamp scored that ridiculous goal. That was de Boer. You mean the Flying Dutchman that is afraid to fly? Sure. Cool. Or, yeah? Sure. Frank de Boer, anyway, once ate a McDonald's before an Ajax game and he threw it up on the field. False. There's no way that one man could eat an entire McDonald's. I've tried it before and it's fucking impossible. I don't think he ate the bricks and mortar of the restaurant. False. There's not enough material in there to consume that's actually good for you. You would die halfway through eating the McDonald's. I reckon he had a Big Mac meal because back in the 90s that was when people actually ate Big Mac meals. What do we think, guys? True or false? Theo's saying false. I also say false because it's a trick question. Because Gary Lineker what? ate a McDonald's and then he shot it out on the whoa, pitch whoa, whoa, at Italia 90. Guys, they're eating a McDonald's, like an entire McDonald's. All of the contents of the McDonald's, the brick and mortar, everything. Yes, all of it. Yes. So when someone says to you, Theo, they're going to eat a Burger King, do you think they're literally eating like a king so, made of So people in America don't speak like that. So no, <laughs> I don't think about that at all, ever. Except when all my English mates talk like that and I just know what they're saying. Uh, I would say, yeah, he probably ate McDonald's, if that's what you're trying to get across, the food, the food at McDonald's. Are you changing your answer? Well, yeah, because at Are first I thought he answer? ate an entire 
building with like the playpen on the side, and I just don't think that's why possible. would you think that? <laughs> with the why would anyone think that? Because that's what you said. The playpen, the grimace, no, city ate it all. A McDonald's, like the whole thing, the sign outside the parking lot, the playpen, <laughs> the ball pit, everything. The ball pit, yeah. One day, Theo, you and I will sit down and I'll teach you the English language, okay? I never want to sit anywhere close to you. <laughs> All right. This one, this one's false, I'm afraid. I made it up. Brooks foiled me with his character. Ah, I got, it. Yeah, I got false. it. Yes. Yeah. I'm too smart. He got me. He got me. Uh, we move on to the aforementioned Jamie Vardy. Ooh. He has said the one thing that he needs to get through every single day as a professional footballer is banter. <laughs> Got a quote for you here. <laughs> Everybody has has to have a bit of banter. Otherwise, I don't think you get through the day being a footballer. Is that a Jamie Vardy quote or did I pull it from my butt? Uh, I say false again. We all know the only thing Jamie Vardy needs to get through the day is Skittle-flavored vodka. And once you have that, <laughs> I think that's his the, ba- the banter just flows yeah, that's how he gets through the evening. like the salmon of Capistrano. So <laughs> it's one thing leads to Ooh, another, think, and there you go. Yeah, I think this is like the biggest layup of uh, True Arya in the history of the Dirty Tackle podcast. Of course, Jamie Vardy said all he needs to get through the day's banter. <laughs> yes, a million times yes. Uh Correcto. Yeah, I know. He did indeed say that. Oh. He was referring to the Deli Ali uh, middle finger to Carl Walker incident on the field at Wembley, the one that last week Stiffley McStifferson uh, shot down. <laughs> uh, whoever that guy yeah, is. Yeah, who was that? In the... Yeah, I don't it's know. The guy looking like know. Steve I'm, Jobs I'm a... and Tiger Woods meshed into one today. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my Frank DeBoard 77 Days yeah, t shirt. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. No, I'm the cool guy. I'm the cool guy of the podcast. I've got my thumbs up and I'm wearing sunglasses indoors. I'm totally not <laughs> Stiffly McStiffison. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, wow. No idea who's keeping score. Let's say it's on as even at this point. I definitely I got all of them right. Say, I won. No, you did not. You're talking about eating an entire McDonald's. You're yeah, like totally Which led me to false, which was false anyways. It led me down the right path. No, I got that one right. Jesus. One more for you, I know you guys. Gareth Bale plays for Real Madrid. Sometimes. Sometimes he plays for Real Madrid. Welshman. Asked by my favorite Spanish outlet, Ass, <laughs> what his biggest weakness is. His biggest weakness, he said, is that he's a bit lazy. True or false? Uh... This one, I don't even want to deal with this one, man. Like, <laughs> why would you say that? I'm going to say false. He's why not that dumb, highly paid but he's dumb because he's a highly one paid of the best teams in the world. Say yeah. that. I'm going to say false. Yeah. I would hope he could come up with a better answer than that. I would hope that the I press s- office at Real Madrid, one of the most scrutinized clubs in the world, had briefed him better than to answer that he was lazy to his biggest weakness. All right, well, what, what would be your guess for his biggest weakness then? I would say man bun density. <laughs> boldness is it boldness sure but more specific man bun density okay i also say this is false this is what theo messi said about setting his fantasy lineup he's too lazy to do it and uh facts that's why he only has lacazette um but gareth bell's true weakness is that he cares too much he he just Whoa. cares so much it's a weakness he's too much of a team player yeah too too much of a team player and uh, he, he loves Ronaldo too much. That's, that's his weakness. Well, I can tell you this one is actually true. Oh. He says his biggest virtue is that he's healthy and happy and he's got great family and friends. He's not healthy, though. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, not at all. Quite true. <laughs> I suppose in the relative spectrum of things, he's healthy. This whole thing has rendered him so much dumber than I initially thought he was. <laughs> they say, what's your biggest weakness? And it's just a one sentence. I'm quite lazy. That's probably the best answer. It's quite a lazy answer. Yeah. It really is. I think yeah. it's quite true there. Uh, I think, actually, what he should have said, my biggest weakness is that I'm not Marcus Asensio. <laughs> that is also a major, major weakness for all of us, really. Mm. For all of us who aren't Asensio. His interview skills are very weak as well. <laughs> quite. Well, maybe he was speaking in Spanish and trying to speak in Spanish and lazy. Maybe he was trying to say I'm quite handsome, but he mi- mixed the words up. I don't know. Has he spoken any Spanish at all yet? I don't know if I've heard that. I think I've heard David. Sure. I think I've heard David Moyes speak more Spanish than. Uh, well, David Moyes is Spanish, point. so that makes sense. <laughs> Davi, Davi Moyes. I've not heard Bale speak any Spanish, but like he'd have to know something, like to ask for like hairspray or nope. hair straighteners or hair-related products. I guarantee David Moyes knows more Spanish than uh, Gareth Bale. Davi Moyes. I'd even say and count up to four. I would even say uh, Gary Neville knows more Spanish than, than uh, Gareth Bale. Uno, dos, 
Hola, es un sueño para mí jugar para Real Madrid. Gracias por esta gran acogida. Hola Madrid. Oh, he knows more than Bono as well. There we go. All right. That wraps up True Are You, ladies and gents. I didn't keep score, but I'm going to say that Brooks won this yes. one because he didn't suggest that Frank de Boer ate an entire restaurant. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wildly wrong. I win. Those listening at home I win. and actually paying attention. I love this game. I'm your champion. This week's supporter shout out goes to Megan Ritter, who wrote the Champions League anthem. That's a true fact. Wow. True Are You continues. I thought That's it was Beethoven. No. She is a musical genius. I think. Uh, Queens of the group stage must owe her a lot of royalties. They really do. Yeah. She's got to sue them very soon. (laughs) But she's a musical genius, and you can be a genius too if you support the podcast on patreon.com slash dirty tackle. At the $5 level, you'll get access to Extra Time, our special bonus segment that can't be heard anywhere else. No one else can hear it except for the ET gang. At the $10 level, you'll get a Dirty Tackle t-shirt. And by the way, the second batch of DT t-shirts will be going out very soon, so keep an eye out for them if you haven't received yours yet. And at the $420 level, producer Bobo will send you an autographed bong that he has used himself during a show. Again, that's patreon.com slash dirty tackle. Get (laughs) on it. Hey, if... Get on it like... Producer Bobo on a bong hit. Hey, if multiple of you want to pay the 420 for the autograph bong, don't worry. Bobo uses a fresh one every day, just like Theo does socks. He's got a lot. There's enough to go around for everybody. <laughs> it's the life ref. He refs your life. Uh. So you better watch out. He's gonna officiate your life. Life. You don't play by the rules, but you should. It's the life referee. They're gonna make some Why do life refs suddenly appear? (laughs) It's the life ref. Man's not hot. Skibbity bop bop boom. Pom pom. (laughs) No one will ever mistake you two for members of... Life ref's not hot. What the hell was that? Life ref could never be hot. Man's never taking his jacket off because life ref's never hot. Skibbity pop, 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 boom, boom. You're done now. I'm scared. I need an Life ref's not hot. You're done now. No idea what's happening. Skibbity boom, boom. Whipping excursion. This is definitely not Queens of the Group stage. Can we talk about Alexi Lalas now, please? Yeah, Ryan, what's our first life ref case while Theo loses his mind? Yeah, let's, let's get hot. on with it. Uh, life ref decision number one. Uh, Alexi Lalas on national TV. Uh, there's a clip going around on social meds of this quite a lot at the moment, calling out basically six or seven members of the US. He dropped MNT. those bars. Uh, Plus Bruce Arena. Yeah, fire freestyle. Getting pretty naughty on them. Even though he exactly. definitely so wrote it what do we think about him. this? Like, hanging out the current players to dry like that. Boom. Yo. Tim Howard. Ah. Tim. The king goes the Belgium game ended three years ago. We need you to save the ball now. Jeff Cameron. Clean it up or let's get someone who will. You don't know. Clint Dempsey, you're a national team legend. Now we need you to be a national team leader. Michael Bradley, the U.S. does not need you to be zen. The U.S. needs you to play better. Josie Altador, is this really as good as it gets? I said, babes, man's not hot. Because it's still not good enough. Yo. Man can never be hot. Bruce Arena. Bruce. Perspiration team. Jurgen Klinsmann lost at home to Mexico. You lost at home to Costa Rica. You don't know. Don't know. This is now all on you, not Jurgen. Oh, and by the way. Yo. God. To all the guys that I didn't mention it because you don't even warrant to mention. That includes you too, Wonder Boy. Skitty kick pop pop. And a poop 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 boom. Skia. Do 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 boom boom. Boom boom. Brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
and Alexi got a little theatrical with it and maybe wanted to try and go viral on, on the internet. So I think, mm. it, I mean, it was clearly pre-written. This wasn't just some off-the-cuff rants that he had on his mind all week and wanted to get off his chest. It was a show. It was, you know, to fill some time at halftime on TV. And I think... So what's the yellow for? For the contrivance of it. Yeah. I agree okay. with the sentiment, but the contrivance of it uh, didn't sit well. I'm with Brooks. So you'd have felt better if he did just uh, spat, spat it off the top of the mic. And I do. Prepared it. Yeah. It felt... It felt like an award show pre-written Maybe he's just really monologue. professional and good at delivering the lines. I don't think so. I mean, oh. nothing against Alexi. I, I'm fine with him, but uh, it was a little too contrived. I like him. I like the cut of his jib. I agree with you, Brooks. I say yellow card to Alexi Lawless because the delivery was like pretty shit poor. Uh, I like the idea of putting more pressure on the U.S. men's national team. I think their displays over recent weeks have been pretty poor, especially considering where they were. You know, in recent history, I just feel like not enough progress has been made. But I give a yellow to Alexi for the delivery and for that terrible Continental Tires commercial he has where he talks about supporters. <laughs> that's, that's a yellow for oh, each, you know what? which I... results in a red. You've been sent <laughs> off, Lawless. I'm sorry. You know what? I, I also want to give him another yellow for um, – so he is getting sent off after two bookings from me. So he called out a few of the, the big-name players. He called out – Tim Howard and Jeff Cameron, Michael Bradley, Clint Dempsey. He called Christian Pulisic Wonder Boy derogatorily. Wonder and he even Boy. called out uh, Bruce Arena. But he did not call out Sunil Gulati, USSF president, who was in charge of all of this, who's the one who should be ultimately accountable but never is. And, you know, Sunil is Alexi's boy. They're, they're friends. So I feel like you kind of let him skate by Scott This Green. is definitely part of it, Brooks. And, I agree 100% yeah. with you. It's... He's going after players that Tim Howard, in my estimation, should not be a national team goalkeeper. Clint Dempsey is getting up there in years. He's just a substitute at this point. He's coming after players that are past their time. He's coming after a program that hasn't he went after some yes, easy that hasn't evolved in the way it should. So who should you really go after? Sick and easy target. He barely mentioned him. Well, that closing. was just a shot to get a little yeah. attention. And it I took think. me a minute to even realize who he was talking about. I was like, Stevie Wonder does not play U.S. soccer. Yeah. What are you on about? <laughs> So, yeah, we both sent him off for two separate instances. For this one, a yellow for us, though. What do we have next? Wayne Rooney was on TalkSport, and he dropped a little nugget about former England manager Fabio Capello. He said... Uh, Was he drunk? Was he in the car? (laughs) Uh, Most likely, yes, to both of those. And he probably had a a woman who wasn't his wife next to him, too. But um, So Rooney says... his mom. uh, Maybe. He, He likes him older. Ooh. At the World Cup in South Africa, Fabio and his coaches were watching Italy play, and they were jumping up and cheering when Italy scored, and he's there as England manager. I don't think it was right, but it didn't work, and we moved on. That's what Wayne said on the radio. So I guess my question is, is it okay to cheer for your homeland if you're the manager of another country at the World Cup? Can you kind of have a dual interest there? No. Ryan, no. I see lots of head shaking. No. no, that's a massive red card. Not just because it's England in question here, but like, it's just professionalism. You're at a World Cup. Italy are a direct rival if England ever get out of the group stage, which they very rarely do. You hope them to be a direct rival if you do your job well. <laughs> yeah, we aspire, we, one would aspire for Italy to be a direct rival, certainly. And if you'd have done this at 2014, they would have been a direct rival, but they weren't, obviously. But uh, I can't abide this at all. If you're there as England coach, you can be happy that Italy are doing well, but maybe a nice little smirk to yourself is enough. Not jumping up and cheering in front of your England players. That seems wholly inappropriate. I agree 1,000%. I imagine that teams, as they do on road trips, were watching these games together, and clearly Wayne saw it through his blind drunkenness at that moment, (laughs) enough to recall the exact incident. So I think this is wholly unprofessional as well. Uh, it's natural yeah. for him to obviously support Italy. He's an Italian man. He's coached them. Maybe don't jump up and do like a Robbie Keane goal celebration when they score in front of your own players. That'd be good. I imagine this took place maybe in the hotel or something, maybe in the lobby or something. I can just imagine Wayne Rudy and the prostitute he was with being <laughs> really shocked by this happening. <laughs> First of all, quick correction. Uh, Capello never managed Italy. He did play for them. Ah, my bad. Them. Well, he's Italian. Yeah, yeah. Well, he managed Italian yeah. teams. 
he, he has managed Italian teams, but not. That's my B. That's my B. But my question is, yeah, where did this take place? If this was out of sight and Wayne just caught a glimpse of this somewhere, I don't have a huge issue with this. I mean, obviously, he's going to support Italy. Obviously, he wants to see them do well when they're not playing England. That shouldn't be a surprise to Wayne Rooney or any of the England players. I mean, it's kind of part and parcel for having a foreign manager. You know they're going to have split loyalties and, and all that. But he's also professional. So when, if he were to face them, he is going to want to win. So I say yellow card here. I, I don't have a huge issue with this. I think this is Wayne just trying to put some I've got two yellows. I've got, a, I've got a yellow for Fabio for doing that. Um, just need to be smarter. And then I have a yellow for Wayne for getting up on his high horse a week after he got arrested for drunk driving with a woman that's not his wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is Wayne trying to throw some shade on someone else, kind of change the, change the focus here, and uh, I'm not buying it. All right, so our last life ref case, Breda Hangeland, former Fulham defender. I don't know if you saw this. He was on BBC Radio retelling an old story about his former manager at Fulham, Felix McGath. He had a unique way of treating injuries, did McGath. And uh, Bobo, play the clip so we can hear what he has to say. I had a dead leg uh, and I went to the doctor as you do. Uh, you go to the doctor, you say, Doc, what should I do about this dead leg? And he says, no, we'll drain the fluid with, uh, what's it called, a syringe yeah. or yep. something, uh, and you'll be fine. But there's a new, there's a new uh, rule book now. You have to go up to the manager and he has to uh, okay all the treatments. And I go, okay, this is a bit weird, but um, okay, up I go. And I say to him, got a dead leg, this is what we will do. And he goes, no, 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 no. That's not what we're doing. And he then tells me to, or he tells me and the doctor to go and get some cream cheese. We got it from Tesco. <laughs> and he says, mix the cheese with oh, some alcohol. Right. And, and put it on your uh, dead leg overnight. And very importantly, just before you go to bed, you have to call your mum. Right. Yeah. And, and I swear I'm in his office. And at this point, I'm looking up to the corner of the room to see, because there has to be a camera here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I ask him, like, I don't want to make a fool of myself. So I ask him, why do I have to call my mum? And he says, no, the cheese and the alcohol and the biological reaction of the love that you feel when you call your mother, this will heal your leg. So what do we think of uh, this kind of method for healing injuries? Well, frankly, Brooks, if you've got a better idea of a way to, clear, to <laughs> treat your dead leg, then I'd like to hear it. Calling your grandmother? I don't know. Um, Maybe a harder cheese. Clearly this was... Cheese, alcohol, and talking your mailman? Maybe a cheddar. <laughs> yeah, I just... This is just a bad joke. Like, this guy tried to make a joke. He was serious. Shit. He was dead serious. Nah, but like... He made him do it. He made him do it. Yeah. Shit banter. Um, Jamie Vardy would be pissed. <laughs> yeah, this story's been around for a minute. And McGath even confirmed that he did that. He was like, yeah, I told him to do this. And what do you want? <laughs> I think everybody involved needs to take a breather. This is dumb. Felix McGath, I don't know who you are, but this is dumb. Shut so up. So is that a red card from you, Theo? Mm. Yeah, sure. Red card. This is dumb. <laughs> Ryan, what, what's your? What do you say? Well, I I like fun things, so I'm letting it play on. Oh, wait! <laughs> Stiffly Stivers and Ryan Bailey suddenly likes fun things. Wow. I'm a new Stop man. the presses! I'm a new man today. Stop the presses! <laughs> Ryan Bailey likes fun things. Ugh. Yellow for oh. descent to Ryan Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Life's too short not to love cheese soaked in alcohol, frankly. I say play on because I think cheese and alcohol in your leg will make you feel nice and something. It'll make you feel something. And the call to your mother, you should always call your mom more. I think that's as Ryan Bailey that's true. as Ryan Bailey famously says, love to your mothers. So it's true. call them whether you have cheese and alcohol in your leg or not, and you'll feel good. It might make you feel better and, yeah. and fix your injuries. And up. they'll appreciate it. They will. I like the way that the, the the phone call is treated as the active ingredient in the potion. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what really makes it come together. That's the magic. Yeah. But you know, but even <laughs> if if it's not your mother, if you're you know your mom's not around anymore, or you don't have a good relationship with, with your mother, call someone else that you like. Talk call to someone else's mom. Yeah, call someone else's mom. Yeah. Call someone else that you consider your mom. Exactly. Yeah, maybe a hookup. Yeah. Just call someone. <laughs> Make a phone call. There's too much texting these days. Let's. Get back yeah. to talking. Use your to minutes. Yeah. 
Get the bars going. Yeah. Check on your service. Oh. <laughs> leave a voicemail. Do people still leave those? Sure. No, don't do that. That's whack. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will ever listen to it. <laughs> oh, dear. Go to a payphone, put the quarter in, see what happens. <laughs> Send a fax. All right, on that... Beep me. On that bit of valuable advice, that's the end of regular time. Join us for extra time. RIP in peace, regular time. We're going to discuss Jose Mourinho's latest handshake controversy. There's always a new one. There's always a handshake controversy with Jose. We'll also be talking tats. Talking tats. Talk about my new tattoo, the one me and uh, Leo Messi have. And we'll talk about uh, Raheem Sterling. Is that a new segment, Talking Tats? Talking Tats. I think that should be a new segment on Extra Time. I like it. Talking Tats, Talking Tats. And also, Raheem Sterling is now a tattoo reviewer. His teammate tattoo reviewer. And he's got some hot Mm. takes. So we'll discuss that. So hit up patreon.com slash tackle if you hear Talking Tats and Talking Jose Handshakes. Doesn't have quite the same ring to it, but we'll talk about that as well. Talking Pandev's penis hair, maybe? <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Why not? That is not a that thing. Shit was... Why? What do you mean? I mean, that could be a different podcast, but that's not... Nah, you saw Pandev, didn't you? Coming off? Uh, no? On top of his head, or are we, are we talking actual... Yeah, yeah. The... No, I'm talking his bald spot on his head that makes it look like a penis is on his head. Uh, we can talk about that if you want, sure. All right, so, cool. See you there. Yeah. Well, I want to now, obviously. I think we have to at this point. Yeah, geez. <laughs> All right, on social media, you can find us at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. My Twitter handle is at BrooksDT. Ryan, what is yours? Uh, my handle is... At Queens of the Group Stage! <laughs> I love it. Whoa. Don't at me. Theo, what is your Twitter handle? I deleted my Twitter after that because I don't want to interact with that guy <laughs> on any other platforms more than I have yeah. to. Send, send all of your corrections for all the super wrong things Theo said on this episode to <laughs> at Theo Messi DT. Uh, just fill his uh, fill up. There's only 140 characters. Yeah, fill up his mentions. And make sure to put on your special glasses through which you can view Brooks's attempts to bring me down after we called him an idiot on multiple shows in a row. <laughs> uh, I will see you at extra time. Thanks for listening. Oh. Adios, muchachos. We love you. Sauce it up. Bye. Load of whistle.